Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. doing just living life you know just keeping it's it real <laughs> keeping it sleazy uh-huh. we're recording on super bowl sunday for those of you who don't know big the game. super bowl is the a game yeah don't between, say it the big game between the super bowl is a matchup between the two best teams in all of american football this year Professional American football. Well, it's not necessarily football, the two best teams. It's just the league. two teams who won a series of games. This, no, 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 no. The two greatest teams of this all year. times. It is one of the greatest teams of all time, and no. then the other one is a pretty good team. They are both yes. two of okay. the greatest teams of Can, all time. Do you guys? Two of the. <laughs> 30 something like, that was such teams a of huge time. upset when the Patriots won in 2001. I was watching this rewind video of it and against who? Against I don't think I Rams. watched football that, back that's then. That's why like people have been talking about it cuz it's kind of a rematch of their first um, win, Brady's first win. Oh. But that was like uh that was when the Rams had like the most amazing offense in history, you know. Greatest show on turf. Or what did they call him? That was it, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. Because they played on <laughs> fake grass. <laughs> oh, and it rhymes with Earth. I just got that. I know exactly. Kind of rhymes with Earth. Well, it rhymes I mean, more Earth. with Earth. <laughs> rhymes with Earth. <laughs> well, they couldn't very well call it the greatest show on Turf. Because that would being so no Turf right now. Because <laughs> then it would sound like like those old timey like. <laughs> Those old time yeah. contractions where they would just <laughs> Twarn- put two like, Twarn-tie? any two words together no matter what. The greatest on to earth. Greatest show on the, to earth. The people who invented turf they made up a word. Uh-huh. Okay. Well God invented turf. They made people up a word to, and people discovered it. They should have just made had the word rhyme with earth. But yeah, I think turf, turf is, is a also like a word. Became a thing. Yeah, like it means ground. Just means ground. Well, That's I'm just why saying they have when you invent turf. a product, it's your responsibility to make it clever and catchy. But they didn't invent the product. That their it's artificial turf that was invented. Turf is that's a what, yes. That's what I'm occurring. saying. Astro. They could have said astro. But astro turf is just a brand. It's artificial turf. It's like how how like eye drops guys, are called artificial tears. Guys, tears guys, tears already existed guys, before artificial guys, tears. You get to name your product the whatever you want. Did you know that? You can so name it whatever you want. They should have. Yeah, but you should also they name it. it and screwed it and changed it to turf. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they should have named it something that no one would ever should, look for. Do you think they no one would ever understand? T u r t h. Or T E A R. And would have been. No, like three U's. Turf. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Terth. Terth. I think T apostrophe T apostrophe E R T H. Take out the A too. Yeah. Take out the. That sounds about right. Terth. So, have you guys? Do you guys remember Susan Powell? Is she the the homely British woman? I remember Colin Powell saying on American Idol. Susan oh, that's Susan. That's Susan Boyle. Susan Powell and she was, this was Welsh who or Scottish, and and like it was kind of a crazy series of events that ensued. Uh huh. Like she disappeared, and her husband was like the prime suspect. And then, while he was under investigation, he like, well, spoilers if you don't know how this ended. It was a pretty big news story, but. But some of it happened in Utah, so maybe that's why it was bigger here. Um, But he, like, blew up Mm. him and his two kids. Whoa. Yeah, like Like the the social worker came over. Like he called them and texted them a lot? Yeah, he was blowing up their spot. He just just posted about them online. The social worker came over for a supervised visit. All their secrets. And he, like, grabbed the kids away from her as she was at the front door and locked the front door and then, like, blew up the whole house basically holy crap isn't that freaking insane so they're so somebody made a podcast about it that's like 12 episodes so far it's not even done yet and uh it's pretty insane because one of the crazy things that came out is the dude's dad was like he ended up going and he just died recently he ended up going to jail because they like seized all their computers and stuff and he had a bunch of child porn on it and everything yeah were any of these people cops uh People who seized his computer. Like... No, they're just <laughs> concerned <laughs> citizens. <laughs> That's how Utah is, Aaron. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, we don't... I mean, oh, no, we in, don't in mess some around. ways, I, I was reading somebody's going to blow up do... their kids. We're going to jump in and do something about it. People in Utah do behave a lot like cops because so on. many open carry their guns. But So I, I was reading the Wikipedia page. And I read this sentence. Susan Cox murdered Joshua Powell at the Portland, oh. Oregon Temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in April 2001. But then I was like, oh, wait, that says Mary. You're like, this story is very like, different than how Cole was I thought was saying that. I was like, he, it's like he killed Cole, her at Cole the got temple. got some, like, filtered propaganda version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's totally how it. Like some Holocaust, some Susan Powell denier. <laughs> Susan that's Powell funny. denier. <clears throat> yeah, but it's pretty. It, oh, but one of the best parts was so the dad had this insane obsession with the girl with the with Susan Powell, and so and so like you would think that he would have had to have known that that his son killed her. So like this, the father, her father in law. Uh, but but he uh. was like so obsessed with her that I think the son never told him because he would have been like mad at him. But at one point they. <laughs> he sent this like tip because they were trying to like they were trying to like cast doubt on the police's investigation and trying to implicate other people just to get the heat off of him. And in his email signature, it linked to this website where he had a bunch of songs that he had recorded. And no. they are great. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, no. And they're mostly about like how, oh, I wish I want to love you, but I can't. And it's forbidden love. And I told you that I loved you and you got mad at me and. It's all just about how he's obsessed with his daughter-in-law. Like, dude is messed up. So he go check recorded it out. these songs and posted them. It, it was under his 
that's what's so great is he was under it was under a pseudonym like it was steven his name is steven powell and it was under the name steven something else but it was hey, like everybody in, but it was in his email signature of his email that he was using as steven powell so it's like hey everybody check out my soundcloud yeah check out my soundcloud account uh i love my daughter-in-law.com it's yeah. at soundcloud that's what he said when he like SoundCloud when he was slash. able to make his statement in court. He was like, "Yeah, check out my SoundCloud, check out my MySpace." <laughs> Your Honor, please check out my SoundCloud. This is awful. <laughs> this whole Honor. thing is just really gross. But it's it's pretty it, it's a pretty well done podcast. One of the other great parts is it's like it's like pretty serious. Obviously, like just the amount of story I've told you already. What? Oh. Are you reading about it still? I'm just reading about the yeah. dad. It wasn't I don't think it was child porn. It was um Yeah, oh, wait, like it, maybe it he was like it was just a bunch of Barney cool. episodes. But he had like he had a he had a bunch of like pictures of women too. Well no, like the thing that the dad knowledge. got busted for, he was taking he was videotaping through their next door neighbor's window of their eight and ten year old daughters. That and too. At any rate, so so nice. just the amount I've told you is obviously. But he also had a bunch. Of, he also had a bunch of pictures of exactly. The wife no, like her face photoshopped girl. onto no, like Fowl. porn stars' bodies and stuff. Yeah, or not even no like photo. Way. I think like yeah, like cut Ugh. and pasted or whatever. So oh, this so this terrible. is obviously it's a very terrible worst. story. It's very serious, and for the first few episodes, you can tell like somebody must have complained and they figured out. But on the first few episodes, the ads would cut in like mid thought. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> so they're like, and that's when they found this dead body. If you need to get your wisdom teeth removed, come check out blah, blah, blah. And it like just cuts in immediately into these really loud, like, you know, abrasive ads. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So check it out. Camera. Oh, it's just called cold, I think. But wow, why is it called that? Because uh, it's a cold case. Because they, the they never found the bodies. Since I mean, they never found the bodies of. They never found the body of the mom blown up. They never found the body of of Susan. Phil, let me tell you a little something about explosions. No, but you don't and need what it. they do to bodies. If somebody, it's not like a mystery. No, they. It's the not. That's the not mom. the cold case. The case. The cold case the kids, is about the, the kids woman. happened while the guy was under investigation for his wife, his wife's disappearance. Holy crap! Does that make sense? It does. No, it is like a weird. It really but does. Yeah. So that in that case is still. I mean, I guess you could call it unsolved. I can't imagine. I mean, it's like I guess there are still people that think OJ was innocent, but. Um, well, I was looking on the Wikipedia page, and it said they still. Have, that she I know there's like a bunch of. I think there's dead. like call. You know, like her family is like has all these petitions for the police to officially uh, declare her dead. I don't know. They're it's like, hard to relate because like part of me, money. part of me thinks like I don't care. Well, he already he already collected on her life insurance. Maybe not. He had like some million dollar. I mean, hmm. in some ways, he was so stupid and so obvious about it, but. It's crazy that they weren't able to convict him, but like he went through a case, a court case, and everything. They weren't able to convict him because he blew up, blew himself up. Cool. No, but that was like <laughs> later. Yeah, I think. Well, but I think usually, I think a lot of times in those cases, they like 
some eventually yeah. get a confession. And they set up all these different kind of fold. sting operation type things to try and get a confession. And this guy's just like a hundred percent sociopath. So he, but yeah, That's it crazy. was like him blowing his kids up happened like quite a ways after if I remember right. So it was after they, and part of it is like, it's really hard to get a conviction if you can't find a body. And if you blow yourself up. Mm-hmm. Again, Phil, they were right. not able to convict him before. Well, he because you can't. <laughs> because if there's no body, then there's you can't like. I don't exactly. Know if you can like, I charge. mean, I guess you could like if you had like murder. If you it's had still enough just a, evidence that somebody was. Yeah, you have to have other evidence. But, but yeah, that's you like could. But it's, but it's probably a lot harder having a dead body. You know. Yeah, because it's not like you can't have like you can't say this is the weapon exactly. Yeah, because you can't know the weapon. Unless you can tie it to a wound or something. But yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, and it's crazy because there was a ton still, of evidence. That's just and they awful. Still weren't able to. I don't know. At any rate, I didn't want to talk about that for the whole episode. But speaking of, uh, you're listening to our favorite speak, murder on speaking of blah blah, uh, blah podcast intrusive ads. We have a new sponsor this week. We have a who brand has actually new sponsored sponsor us before this week. Way back in the day. Do you remember that when the half horse came out? <laughs> Not to. Oh, spoilers. Sorry. Spoilers for our sponsor. Sponsor spoilers. Yeah, when we did that contest. Did we do a contest. Yeah, remember we did a contest with. It was oh, us yeah. and 60 Cycle Hum. And, and he, I think and he told us the wrong day. Maybe, we didn't screw up. Where we he all told like, us the wrong day. <laughs> that is true. Did there was. Jamie well, there was Davis some poor communication it? between the two of us. So it was like. Yeah, it was like we all gave some of the letters, and then they had to unscramble oh, right. it. Oh, we didn't, we didn't put that piece out early. We kind of uh, talked about it before it was officially announced. But again, yes. it wasn't our fault. Correct. It was probably again, Ryan Burke's. Not fault. our fault. <laughs> so when we mentioned this new product, we were making sure we're on the right. I'm just kidding. There's no yeah. new product. So Pelican Noise Works. <laughs> As our sponsor. Pelican Noiseworks makes really cool pedals, including two very interesting fuzzes, one of which is the, I would say, legendary or, like, let's say, mm. like, the modern classic. Yeah. yeah. Does that sound right? The the modern classic. And in some ways, like, we've always talked about it a lot because we all have one and love it and everything. Um, But also, we know... Leon, and he's he's we super do. chill, he's as cool. the kids say. Let me tell you a story about that happened to me recently. So a couple of weeks ago, a week ago, we were at this thing called Ever heard of it, Nam, which is a it's a it's like a giant. <laughs> it's a noise. giant it's a trade noise. show. It's, it's, it's a it's musical a instruments room. trade show. That's what the show. N stands for. Noise. Uh, anyway. And noise and making music. Noise and <laughs> ma- and ma- noise and more mayhem. Um. Anyway, I want I at a related event there was a raffle for which we purchased tickets. Um. One of my tickets was drawn, and the prize that was tied to the drawing of that ticket was the Pelican Noiseworks Benford six thousand one hundred. Benford. Yeah, 6100, however you want to say it. 6100. 61, 
I think I think the official. I think he calls it the sixty-one double lot. The Benford sixty-one double lot. Someone should make um, anyway, which you is could a make like a, a multi-tool. Uh, yeah, I guess you could make a pedal around that. But if you call it the double entendre, and it was like two <laughs> O's that looked like some. I mean, there's one obvious double entendre that you could make two O's, two zeros look like. But yeah. you could do that. Make that with the mind comp. Someone could. Someone so Leon could do is that. actually that making is a pedal called the double entendre. It's kind of inappropriate. He had some custom knobs built. But let me tell it. you about this pedal because so I. I got it and I started, I tried it a little bit and I was like, this is not for me. I'm going to sell it. And then I was chatting with Leon and he kind of walked me through it a little bit. And I ended up taking out the, what do you call that thing that they put in there? Oh yeah. The instructions, <laughs> <laughs> the like manual, the user manual <laughs> and like figured out what the knobs actually do. And I found out that this pedal is actually really freaking cool and it's, Everyone, so everyone kept telling me like, oh, it's like this unusable multi-effect, right? Which it can be, but I don't think that's accurate because it's actually very usable. And, and I don't think very traditional sounds. I don't think he would make a like pedal really that's unusable. Cool. I don't think that he would. Um, but do that. <laughs> well, I mean, so at its extreme settings, like what it what it can it's do very, is pretty insane. It's and a like very a lot of the sounds are not pedal, very usable. It's not the type of thing that everyone would want. So I bought yes. a pedal from him. But if you know how so to he, dial when it, he in, was it's developing really good. this. So that's what it is. Aaron said, "Lots of people say it's very, it's unusable." But Aaron isn't very good at listening. And what he mean, what everyone said was, "It's very unusual." <laughs> no, they said usual, unusual. So idiot. It has. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, that's what just, I heard. To, just from I know website, Aaron, that's what I said. One of the one of the three effects, the very first word on their website describing it is glitchy. So it's a glitchy pitch shifting digital delay. The second one, this But here's the thing, like it is that, but you can also you can dial out the pitch shift Aaron, and it's just a regular digital I'm delay. Talking. I know. I'm um, <laughs> having a conversation with you. No, what it what I when I have a conversation, it means I talk and you listen. That's why having a conversation. One one of the other modes is this mode is a digital fuzz slash ring mod slash tremolo slash phaser slash nasal high mm-hmm. mid boost. Yes, but here's the thing about that one is that you can dial out the mid boost yeah. and you can dial out the fuzz part, and it's basically exactly. like a tremolo and or it's phaser. Really cool. So. So when I so this really runs cool. on the Spin FV1 chip, and it's probably been mm-hmm. a year now. I ordered, maybe even longer. I ordered one of those chips with the dev board because I was going to start writing programs for it and stuff. That hasn't happened, you know. I'm going to wait until after I'm done with the pedal port showdown before I start doing that stuff. Um, a small, a small joke, and this that's what this pedal runs on and so when i bought that he was developing this i basically reached out to him to get just a pre-built pedal that i could use because basically you just have a chip that holds all the code and you can just snap it in place and it's nice to have a pre-built pedal that's already made for you know guitar level input and Mm -hmm. output and everything um so 
he sent me sort of a prototype version. That's that black pedal that I have. And it had kind of, mm -hmm. I think they're pretty close to the final versions of these effects, but I did a live stream of it when I got it, uh, showing all the different effects. And yeah, it was kind of, it was like cool to go through it and figure out what all the knobs did and try to guess what the effects were. But yeah, it wasn't the type of thing where it's like, if I have a pedal board with four pedals on it, this probably isn't going to be one of them, you know, because it's very unusual. Mm -hmm. But see, I contend that if you, once you figure out how to use it, that it could be one of yeah. those four pedals because you can use it in like different, very, not traditional ways, but I mean, they are traditional ways with just like a little bit of edge to them. And you don't have to like go full crazy. And then one of the effects is hall reverb, which has dry through, but then it has fuzz on the trails. <laughs> it actually sounds yeah, really good. It's pretty cool. So that's what, like, I don't know. I don't want to. I think this pedal is very pretty. I don't want to compare it, it to other builders, sounds. but some, but a, think it's a blue. ton of pedals are built on this FV1 chip. And a lot of builders sort of take some of the built in effects and tweak them a little bit and don't really do anything cool with it and the fact that leon has taken i mean on paper some of these ideas sound ridiculous and sound like the type of thing you shouldn't do and yet they all sound really good right which is which is yes amazingly good especially like i'm not really a fan of reverb but the hall reverb with the fuzz on the trails sounds really good and the ring mod, the crazy, and they're all the three different effects on the pedal are marked Brad, Randy, and Mark. It's all like home improvement. Themed. Yeah, it's a uh, home improvement themed pedal. Uh, the knobs are labeled Mix, Grunt, More, and Power, and then there's a flannel beard switch, which is basically just a uh, uh, in yeah. beard mode. It's basically just all wet. Yeah, in beard mode, which is crazy. It's all wet. Beard mode is all wet. You're all wet. Remember when yeah, that used to like, be an insult? Like, like you're lying or something? In like the 20s or something? No, it was like, what was it? It was like basically like you're busted or something. Hmm. Well, if by if by busted you mean you're lying. You're all, yeah, you're all wet. It didn't Phil, mean are you that. still there? No. Are you alive? It means yeah. apparently. Oh, okay. All wet is a slang expression meaning entirely mistaken, completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but lying, if you're lying, you are wrong. saying something that's wrong. Mm. Yes, that's but true. you're not mistaken. That's you're true. just a liar. So check out the Benford, but also check out the half horse. <laughs> and also check the, out the Peloton. The whole horse, PelicanNoiseWorks.com. The, I was using the half horse mm -hmm. yesterday with bass, sure, and it sounds really good. Mm -hmm. I kind of reconfigured that board with that little mini board with the HX stomp on it because I had the HX stomp sideways, which covers up most of the jacks, and so it was annoying. Yeah, and the half horse is like a small, like a single enclosure size. It is, yeah. Do you have the updated foot switch chip? No. Oh, so to where I can switch it to momentary? No. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. I don't really use it very often, but it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I could see using have. it it's on. It's pretty cool. 
I mean, it is a very useful switch to have on a on a fuzz pedal. I I put it on that baseboard with the yeah. wave cannon, the pink wave cannon that I have. And yeah, it's oh nice, and that yeah. one has a momentary switch on it. I also have a wave cannon. Do you still have your Pelotar? I love it. Yeah. Me? Okay. No. I have a half horse, okay. and I have the Benford. I haven't had a Pelotar the other for one, It's not a while. one that he sells through a site, but the fifty fifty is a signature pedal, or like a I don't know what you want to call it. It's a pedal he did with another another less lesser known podcast. A collab. Um, but it's it's basically two uh, DOD two fifties in one box, and it is a very good pedal. I bought it when the very first version came out, and I actually got serial number one, and it's been on my board ever since. Oh. Mm. Which doesn't happen all that often. So. Mm. No, it doesn't. So that's that. It really doesn't. That is that. Um, I thought of something and I was going to ask you guys. Oh, so so a, like a week ago, I got asked, not it wasn't a week ago that I got asked, but I got asked to do this event like a week ago. Um, basically putting together a band to like to play music at this event. Um, so I was putting together some like some buddies and like that scene and, um, in MacGruber, some of whom. Some of whom I knew and some of whom I didn't know, um, but they were like friends of friends. But anyway, this one dude came over and he had the the VM Jazzmaster, and it was the same color as mine, and it was like really interesting to look at the different mods that we had both made to it, and see how what different they were. Done. Um, but so so let me tell you about mine first. So mine, uh, just to recap, has like uh, basically hand wound like a friend this dude wound them so like unprofessionally wound um seymour duncan quarter pounder copies and then i have a mustang bridge and the gun street wiring and the american um tremolo system did you say but he has on his he had uh, (laughs) that's why so yeah so they're not like wound that's why i was not winding (laughs) he was winding them and no he wasn't rude rude. he was was like He was like drinking. He was like drinking he was saying, while like, doing it. And racial like, slurs, like <laughs> he was like chewing gum. Wait, you think you think racial? You it think wasn't racial like ba- slurs it wasn't like bad. Professional. <laughs> yes, like guys. Yeah. Really, he wasn't being a, a terrible person. He was just like he's just like, no, kind, of like kind of unprofessional. I mean, yes, the range of things that are that do not fall under the umbrella of professional is quite large. But talking he wasn't about doing his bowel movements, things just very minor things. No, he was just like, um, like he <laughs> took a personal call in the middle of it, and like Wait, little I was, things like that. I was interviewing this guy for a job. <laughs> he was wearing flip flops, and and I work at a at a church that is like very sort of I don't know straight laced and everything. Really, and he, and he said "frickin'" a couple times during the interview, and it was pretty great. Like there was a part of it where he was troubleshooting. We're asking him to troubleshoot something. He's like, "Dad, where's the freaking firewall settings?" <laughs> During a job interview, it was awesome. Okay, did sorry. you say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa"? Do you kiss your mother like, with that freaking. mouth? <laughs> you kiss your grandkids with that mouth? <laughs> Don't talk about Why my you mother. Say that about my mother. 
No, he's not that stupid. He's not stupid enough to think a joke like that is about his mother. <laughs> he did have a he did have a career coach uh, with him, so. which is always like what? Have you guys ever done an, and I've done a few interviews like that where <clears throat> Yeah, like it's, I don't think you? it's that uncommon. I it's for like, you know, someone's going through like if if they're using like a career counseling service or whatever, sometimes they'll have the career coach come with them to sort of give them feedback once it's done. This is this is a shock to me. But it it's very much like Yeah, I've never <clears throat> heard of that. I, I think the goal is sort of the goal is obviously not to help you get that job, it's to help you get the next job. So wait, when he said where's the where's the freaking firewall, did the coach go <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh, can I speak to my client in private? <laughs> Time out. Yeah, were they doing like sidebars no, and like whispering? Like, I've and done, stuff? I've done like three or four interviews like that when someone has a career coach and and they never say a word through the whole interview. So I'm sure that's like part of the. <laughs> Their whole job is just and to you like can't address. Yeah, like you're not allowed to. It's like water a pitcher and pour it's like little, a service pour dog. And you're not allowed to pet him. Like you're not allowed to address the career coach. You know. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you got to pretend they're not what, there. I, no, but it always, but it is hard. Cause like, I, like I respect someone who's, who's like self-aware enough to say, okay, I, I'm, I'm striking out and the, on the job front. And so maybe I, you know, I could use some help or whatever, but it I does some freaking like, help here. It kind, of, freaking help? I know, it kind of starts things off on the wrong foot just cause it's like, well, what am I freaking doing wrong? Yeah. Like I respect that person as a person, <laughs> but it, it, you know, at any rate, so back to what you were saying Aaron no no myself viewers viewers we need you to call in how many of you are aware that this was a thing that people bring people to job interviews with them I want to know maybe I've never heard of this before uh, the the majority of the times that I've seen it uh at at the job I had a couple years ago we would hire drafters you know, it was like an architectural consulting firm. And so we would hire drafters. And a lot of times we'd hire like entry level drafters who were at the applied technology college, you know. Mm. And so I think it was a service that they offered through the college. And Aaron, I wonder if we have not heard of this because of our field. Just it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like yeah, if you, maybe That's if you need a coach to get too, through like, a job interview, you're not going to do great in front of a bunch of kids, you know, well, <laughs> high school and college age, young, Sim- uh, young adults. Si- similar, similar to the fact that like <laughs> my, in my, my line of work, I, like I do not understand LinkedIn like at all. Yeah. Like it just doesn't, okay. it doesn't make sense to me for what I'm doing. Even you, you you know what I mean? Like, and I yeah. get why for other jobs, like, I know oh, it would be a thing. Like, you're kind of always trying to network, but like, I don't know. Yeah. No, it's true. But to be fair, I think most, I think LinkedIn doesn't make sense for most people, and it's just an <laughs> annoyance. <laughs> That's for me, at least. So he had, um, he told me he had. Asked, had some guy like rewire this his, is your friend's oh, jazz his master. guitar Aaron's for been him. Waiting so patiently. Okay. Yeah. This is Jeff. We'll call him Jeff. My friend Jeff. Okay. My new friend Jeff. Um. Have you guys seen that <laughs> that, that Jeopardy video? No. <laughs> Jeopardy. Aaron, oh, don't gosh, interrupt yourself. So We're back to your story <laughs> like, now. 
it's just it's like Jeopardy, but but it's edited so that <laughs> they just say Jeff like Wait, over and over. It's actual Jeopardy, but it's like yes. So it's like Jeff. Oh. Uh, what is Jeff? <laughs> Correct. So Jeff. it is them actually saying Jeff. It's just a super cut of every time they say Jeff and Jeopardy, basically. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, so it's like three contestants and he calls them all Jeff. And then, and then they just say Jeff over and over again. It's like a minute or two minute clip. It's really funny. I'm glad that that exists too. <laughs> it's really stupid, but it's really funny. Same. Uh, especially as someone who loves Jeopardy and has a new friend <laughs> named Jeff. That video it's a cross section of some of my interests. Um, dudes, Jeopardy, and dudes. So he had Jeff. done a ton of work to it, but what he had done is he had someone rewire it with like um, like upgraded pots, and uh, he said he was very excited about his his vintage style cloth Good. wire, um, which I was like, yeah, it's cool, whatever. I'm not sold on cloth covered wire anymore. Here's what I like about cloth card wire is the pre-tinned nature of, of the of it. Makes it very simple and easy to solder. You don't have to strip anything. Um, but, and then the main thing that he had done is he had put um, the Seymour Duncan Antiquity ones. He I had believe. the ones? Which are... I think he had like the ones. More like vintage, vintage, correct? He had whichever one, whichever one Nels, Nels Klein... Who's, who's Sir Nels, Nels Klein, Klein uses? He had weirdo. Yeah, remember yeah. that movie Holly um, Hunter did. So I think the the oh, ones si- the ones are fifty nine based on a fifty nine, and the the twos are based on sixty four. So sidebar my my musical Sherpa neighbor who knows literally everything about especially about Holly new, Hunter about new music. The one who oh. always buys concert tickets. Oh, okay. Uh, on the poster at the place where we went, uh, it had like the monthly lineup of everyone that was playing there. And Nels Klein's band was playing there, and it's just like the Nels Klein Four or something. And so I asked him if he knew who Nels Klein was, mm-hmm. and he didn't. <laughs> but he knew he he's like a decent. Uh, he's very familiar with Wilco, and who was the band? Who was Tweedy's band before Wilco? Um, he has a band called Uncle Tupelo. I don't know if that's maybe previous. That's he was he was like, oh, was he a part of him when it was Uncle Tupelo or whoever it was? And I was like, I don't know, I don't know that much about him. I don't yeah, think he, he was because I don't yeah. even think he was the original member exactly. of Wilco. So, okay. Anyways, that's just I just wanted to throw that random tidbit out there. Anyway, the reason I brought that up is because I have been like kind of hating the my bridge pickup and I played his and I really like those pickups. Okay. But what amp did you play it through? Is Well, I played so I plugged my guitar into his amp as well. And then I plugged his guitar into his amp, which was a um this is why I was telling you that I now I really 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 have confirmed that I really want uh deluxe reverb. Was it a blackface? It was, oh, that's right. I believe, it was silver, silver face. face. What are those? Yeah, go for you. I do like it. Six hundred bucks at the least. I got mine for five hundred and five fifty, but that was kind of an unusual. That's price. like a deal. When I got there, 
Yeah, I think like six like to six, seven is six, pretty seven, average, right? Seven fifty. When I bought the five hundred dollar one, I got there and I was like, it had like the stain on the top, and I was trying to like not be a jerk about it, but I was like, oh, it's got this thing. Would you consider any less? And she's like, uh-huh. I've gotten like a hundred text messages in the time that it took you to drive here. <laughs> Of people that want to buy it. And right. she was like, and multiple people told me they would pay me more than 500 So, no, I'm not going to sell it to you for less than 500 <laughs> But that's just how I am. That's funny. So hey, That's just how you are. So are it doesn't you, hurt to, ask, to pay less. So how motivated are you now to get new pickups for your Jazzmaster? Well, I have been going back and forth and thinking about it for a, a while. Um, I'm still only slightly motivated to do it like i'm not motivated to do it if it was my only guitar yeah. i would absolutely be one. like it's not yeah you have other guitars list, that you like but i have other guitars and i do still really like the like it still sounds i like the neck pickup quite a bit uh, it's just a bridge one is a little bit and, and i could probably dial it in but i don't want to so if so would you put getting a deluxe reverb higher or lower on your list of wants than a new bridge pickup. Mm. I know it's a very different comparison. Um, I would, s- yeah, I would say I exactly. I think that's the difference. I would probably. I feel like the deluxe reverb would be, obviously, I'd be more excited about that. But I think the pickups are maybe yeah. more likely to happen soon. And honestly, like it's like there's like uh, the one we'll sound that I could only get out of the deluxe reverb. How did you what what did you call it? Mm. Like the sparkle, yeah. That little sparkle, yeah. It just has something yeah. in the presence on the top that like. And I've had so many two amps, amps have, and yeah. a bunch of like solid state amps and stuff, and yeah, none of them have done that. But both the deluxe reverbs, or I think I'm I've had three deluxe reverbs now. They all do that. Yeah, like I really like the classic thirty, and I think it sounds great, and I. I don't want to get rid of it, but it's very much yeah. more like mid focused, which is great. It has a great clean like sound. It too, works and it's really usable. It's, yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't have that, yeah. that little kind of high end thing. Um, but the crazy thing about it is it also has like a mid boost. So it's like already pretty mid forward. And then it has this mid boost yeah. that like just kicks You're it in the, the classic mid, 30 mid section. Yeah. The classic 30. Yeah. yeah. And it's super honky when you, click that thing on but i bet it would be like really good if you're doing like yeah blues solos or something or in a lot of like just playing in a band with a bunch of other instruments or whatever yeah like yeah in a live setting but it, like it's it's i've never had a problem like having it fit in the mix even yeah. as is so like, <laughs> that mid boost is just extra mid <laughs> and it also makes it like twice as loud which is crazy those are great amps though I do miss that classic 50 yeah. that I had, the 212. So freaking heavy, but it sounded amazing. Uh, this episode is also sponsored by Sinusoid Pro Audio Couture. Sinusoid makes the best cables on the market for your guitar rig. Whether you need instrument cables, speaker cables, an aux cable. For your oxen. Um, what else? A, an in-ear monitor cable i was thinking i had this thought the other day or yesterday actually that i want to get an aux auxiliary cable um and then like have them send me an extra piece of shrink wrap 
so that I can put my little um, iPhone dongle on there, my lightning connector, and then put the shrink wrap oh, around it so it that's stays together. Cool. Is that a good idea and or a bad idea? it says sinusoid? Yeah. So it would be like, have the sinusoid it's over like that bad thing. Idea. It's not a... I don't think that's... Well, wait. I mean, I wouldn't expect it to be like super high strength, but at least it would stay together and it wouldn't lose the little... Because I have two dongles at the moment. So then I could have one free and one attached to... But wait. Like an auxiliary Yeah, cable. you'd attach it to the auxiliary cable? Yeah, just because it's what got... Situation, a... What situation are yes. you wanting to listen to headphones and have your phone very far away from you? No, no, no. This is... This is what I'm saying. It wouldn't be for headphones. It'd be an auxiliary cable. So the other end would also be it'd, like it'd a be male to plug end. into your aux input. So you could plug the, it the in the aux. The lightning dongle is like, th- is like two inches long. Mm-hmm. It's just lightning to a female headphone, to just a normal headphone jack. And he's just saying he would take the cord that you would then plug into that and shrink wrap it to the dongle so you don't lose the little two inch long dongle. Does that make yes. sense? So you wouldn't use it with headphones. You would use it with something else yeah. that has an aux, aux in. Did the stream die? <laughs> Hello? I think Phil's really Phil, thinking I'm, about it. What so. if, I, what if I, I was in my car? I was driving down the street in my six foe, <laughs> yeah. and I say, Phil, jam some of those tunes through my stereo. Okay. What would you? How would you go about that? And and yeah. you say, and do you have no. Bluetooth? Do I look and like he the says, kind of no, guy? No, just has plug into the aux input. Here, just plug in the aux, as the kids okay. say. Okay. All right. So the aux goes. In it's a, three point five jack. So you plug that in. Mm-hmm. To the yep. Yeah, so you plug that in, mm-hmm. and then where do you plug the other end in? Um. Okay. In your phone. Okay. But see, Aaron's phone doesn't have a headphone. But your jack. phone doesn't have a headphone jack. Yes. So what else do you need? So, you, okay. <laughs> but you're saying you you do that enough that you. The concern isn't. That Here's you what I'm saying. Do it so often. The concern. What is I'm that saying the is dongle is so easy to lose. That it'd be nice if it was permanently attached to a six foot long aux cord. What I'm saying is I would like to have an aux cord in some in a lot. There's a lot of times where I would like to have an aux cord and I don't have one, mm-hmm. but someone else has one. And I was like, oh, I wish I could use that, but I can't because my phone. Right. But have what you're saying is you're not saying headphone jack. I wish I had an aux cord. You're saying I wish I had an aux cord with a semi permanent dongle attached to it. Yeah. Yes. I wish I had okay. an aux cord that okay. would work with my phone. Because I can't use right. a regular this, one. This aux cord would be specifically only for when you're using your phone. Or anyone else who has an iPhone. Oh, okay. yes. Anybody with sorry. an iPhone. I'm sorry. Anyone's phone. Well, not anyone's. You know, if they have an Android yeah. or some blueberry, Blackberry. Anybody with an, any device with a lightning. Okay. I'm convinced. Jack. Aaron, this is a wonderful idea. Uh, I approve <laughs> of it. I think you should do it. You have two dongles. You have two dongles? I do, and then I could save the other one for when I want to listen oh, with, with other headphones. Yep. This is great. 
Although usually I almost always use either my Apple earbuds or have these like bone conductor Bone conductor. Bone conductor is ready. The Spider-Man joke. Oh. So there's a couple there's a couple uh, highlights from Nan really good one. that I good wanted job. to touch on. Flipping through my pictures. That you didn't touch on last All night? Right. Yes. Uh, dude, <laughs> Ooh, I'm touch, touch on. on this. So we went to this arcade, and Tim Ballant and I played, Tim Baffalant played Street Fighter Two, Champion <laughs> Edition, and it was a lot of fun. He was a worthy foe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that one. We saw the Dookie pedal. Uh, check that <laughs> so one off that the one. list. Oh, the Cooper. That was one thing I wanted to talk. Did we talk about that at all? There's a dude with a Charmander tattoo, which is pretty dope. Where? That's Pokemon. Okay, at, at the we arcade. Didn't. No. There was a moment. Cole, were you with me? There was a moment where Aaron <laughs> went to the dance floor. Yeah, dude, because I went, I was like piggybacking off his bit, which was not cool on my part. But okay, so Aaron went to the dance floor and started getting his groove on, which I honestly I respect. I respect. I was I have pillows, kind of pillows all over my house. Let's say dance like no one's watching. Mostly as those pillows all over my house, and I respect that. You could tell Aaron's dancing. You could tell he was doing a bit though. Like anyone, like he was jokingly, like he was was joking. He was undancing. And then, and then, he so was cold, dancing like was... everyone was watching. Yes, and so you were with me. <laughs> yeah, laughing. Yes, we were laughing at then, Aaron, but with Aaron, but at Aaron. And then some gentleman that we don't know. Did yes. I ever tell you what that guy said? So first he comes up. He like he comes up behind him. So the, to give you an idea of the dance floor, Aaron's like the only person out there dancing except yeah. this one young couple who was like getting down the entire time we were there just with each other, like appreciating each other's moves. It was a beautiful thing. I hope they'll have a happy life together. Yeah. And, uh, and then Aaron, like comically not dancing and kind of swaying back and forth a little bit. And this guy comes up, stands next to him and like looks him up head to toe and and laughs. And he kind of like looks around like, is anyone else seeing this guy? And looks at him again. Like, is this guy real? Is this guy for real? And, uh, Aaron is unfazed. (laughs) <laughs> but I noticed him there, but I was no, like, but like Aaron's guy, thing that he doing? was doing is like funny, but not that unusual. It was understated. It was understated. And it was like a thing that people do. You yeah, know. it was very simple. Right. The thing that this guy was doing is not a thing that people do <laughs> at all. He was like so blown away by it. So he, he's like looking at me and then yeah, he noticed you guys watching me at a certain point. So yeah, he like, starts looking like gonna, back He was forth. like expecting... He was like waiting for He's a like flash putting mob. Putting two and two out. together. Like, this is how flash mobs start. They never show the beginning. <laughs> and then he goes. He goes. He looks at me and he goes, <laughs> "Are those your friends?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh yeah." And then he goes, He's like, "Why are they laughing at you?" That's awesome. I love this guy. He had your back immediately. Yeah, I know. He's like, dude, it's... you just be you. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I mean, they're kind of jerks. <laughs> and so, so he, so he looks over at you, and just like totally yeah. flips you off with both hands. Like, didn't he say? Didn't he say it. to you, well, if those guys, 
And then he and then he just starts flipping yeah. his <laughs> And then he starts screaming. Oh my god. He gosh. starts yelling towards you. It is you. so great. Up you guys. Like he was so not in on any of the on any aspect of the entire bit. And then he goes, I got your back. <laughs> As if bro. we were gonna like beat <laughs> and then he you up away. for not dancing well enough or something. <laughs> like, don't let those guys bully you. He's like, I can't <laughs> no. He just couldn't stand the idea of someone like dancing alone. Yeah, by their exactly. Bros, yeah, exactly. By their bros. Like, of all the times you need your bros' support, like, it's when you're dancing by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's so stupid. It was really. It was, it was pretty like, good. Also, this dude was like easily yes, a full yes, foot smaller. shorter than me, which <laughs> also probably a full ten years man. younger than you. Yeah, he, looked, he, looked, he was a young. He was a young short man. Yes, like <laughs> dropping life advice. Like he's got it figured out more than we do. That's for sure. Dude, if you're listening, Sen- it's Santa pronounced Santa, Santana. Sir, thank you. Santana you corrected me on that multiple times. That means Saint Anna. Anna. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Um. And then we we played Blitz too. That was important. I wanted to get that in there. Oh, nice. That was an important part of that story. <laughs> another thing, another funny thing about that place is they had like, they had like a screen up, like projected onto a wall, really. But it was showing like, you know, like advertisements and specials for the bar. And, but then like mixed in every once in a while, it would just yeah, show like yeah. a five day weather forecast. Like, what, what like, weird oh, form, version of Channel One are you watching, bro? <laughs> Channel One. Awesome. The but like, one was so like, the best. your phone can do many things, and we all have one. Why, why, why <laughs> would you put weather? True. <laughs> like the weather. Oh, okay. Like, oh, oh, good. I didn't think to see what Tuesday's weather is going to be. Thank you for yeah. <laughs> while you're, at while you're the hanging bar. out in the bar. Cave. Thank you for putting that up on the you know now yeah. i know what it's like what, they didn't have it they didn't have a stock ticker either you know <laughs> now i know that i need uh to bring in but like i get it like if you're dancing and then you're not really into the song you'd be like oh, it's gonna <laughs> rain tomorrow but not even tomorrow five days <laughs> five days you're thinking it's, to yourself, rain on, like, it's gonna rain it's gonna on rain thursday and then some guy comes up and he's like here are those your friends over there <laughs> f them <laughs> Are they those your friends? Uh, that guy was great. Like I, I appreciate. Like we, we go so hard on the like sarcastic, ironic joking and everything. Like I admire someone who's just like one hundred percent sincere, no matter what. Yes, yes. He was straight up ready. (laughs) So like, not only was he significantly shorter than you, that means he was also significantly shorter than Phil. But he was like, (laughs) he's he was like ready to throw down Mm. if needed, just Mm. to defend to. Defend your honor. Yeah. He was like, "I will help this." Dude <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fight his friends. Because <laughs> that's help this that might happen. His own friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much I care about this guy, and don't care about his friends. No, because it was about the dancing. It was like, I care about he someone. Not, yeah, who's we dancing. bonded in that moment. Anyone who if, dances, if a person is dancing, I care about them. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way I see it. Yeah, especially alone. Yes. It's like true underdog. So he was. He was also he was like subscribing to the, the, to the other side of that saying that you should watch like no one's dancing. <laughs> and we weren't doing that for you. Right. We were not. 
So <laughs> you dance like Noah's watching, and you should watch like Noah's dancing. Watch yes. like Noah's dancing. So that's pretty good. Okay, so then the other, so this guy had a charmeleon tattoo on the back of his arm, <laughs> and it was eating. It's eating. Who is this? A guy named the, a guy no, from some random guy. I took a picture of it. Uh, it's a charmeleon eating. Okay. A charmeleon is a Pokemon for those who aren't who don't know. It's eating a bowl of ramen. It's a, a exactly. burning chameleon. It's charred. Oh, is that where the name came from? There's also a guy who it looks like has kind of yes. a permanent residence at this place, at the world famous cabaret, and he does magic there. And so Phil got a picture next to that sign. That was pretty. That was pretty awesome. What? And uh, um, I saw a sign that said pickups <laughs> yeah. and worm. And it was like, Cole, I don't know if I've seen it, the picture of me with that guy or with the sign. I mean, oh, I'll send it to you. Oh, I need to make a. I was going to make a folder that we could all put our pictures in. So, yeah, I had a really good time in the Fender booth. I did, too. But we talked about that. FYI. No, but what I want to say is like, I wonder. Like, I really want to try their me too. pedals. Yeah. We talked we about, about the pedals, but they're like so weird. They're not. They look really I think they cool. Look really and cool. It seems like they have an interesting take on. I'm trying to remember how the speed was handled. Was, so they have. They each have like two. All the modulations have two channels. And then, so you set the slow rate and the fast rate, and you can set right. different depths for each one. And then there's like a foot switch that. So it reminds yeah, two. it reminds me a little bit of like how Matthews how a lot of the Matthews pedals have kind of two different sets <laughs> yeah, kind of between them. Mm. Um what else was cool that uh, we saw? The Cooper the Cooper pedals I was really impressed by. The, you you guys talk about something else okay. while I look them up so I'm not a total idiot. Mm. Um I think I already talked about the Glau Glau pedal and how that dude helped me through that. Um, walked me through it, but that was really hmm. cool. Um, what else was so, really good? Oh, the, we got water bottles yes, from dude, WordPress. Your wife was and very impressed. Like the one, the one thing Same. my wife was truly like, impressed by. They are really good. Yeah. What's the brand? <laughs> they're it's amazing. My, they're yeah, uh, my wife. swell. I mean, I know they're swell, but what brand are they? Because they work. <laughs> because they work uh, so well. There's an apostrophe oh, like in there. Turf? There. So it's like so it's well. like in so turf, well. like the word so turf. Well. So well. So Oh, so I mean they're not I thought they were more expensive. The bottle that we got is like twenty seven dollars. Like they gave one of those out to every attendee. Every person, like, yes. Yeah. So legit. They, so the, like, and that was WordPress. Away. So WordPress is really doubling down on. Hey, remember, remember blogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they also do. I mean, they do. Well, like they different do podcast kinds of hosting. hosting. That was one of the too, things so they were like, mentioning a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Which we're pod. And I think you can. I think you can guys. do like an online yeah. store on there too. We're Podbean through and through, unless WordPress yeah. wants to send us some more <laughs> yeah, bottles. I'd switch literally for and one more give bottle. us like free hosting podcast hosting and services <laughs> <laughs> we have no loyalty to podbean oh. i actually as long as you can like transfer over your rs i actually just watched a video and this dude was saying that 
his like uh mistakes in early podcasting and one of the things that he said was using wordpress to po- for using for his uh, uh yikes to host his <laughs> his podcast he said it's a nightmare nobody do it oh really we were lucky i mean we ended up changing the okay. name of our podcast which was kind of a pain i'm glad we did it early on but we were lucky that we chose podbean from the beginning because it's still good and i'm sure there's like some perks to using other mm. services but but like we weren't exactly professionals like we are now back in pod the bean um right i think we asked around yeah. and like saw what other people were using. we'll send we'll send pod bean a, a bill right for this yeah, yeah. no i'll just cancel my credit card so it doesn't we'll charge a, it next time a bill clinton is that a, okay. it's like a 12 dollar bill or something <laughs> Two dollar bill. <laughs> it's about as real. So now that I'm now that bill. I'm remembering, I did. Which is <laughs> which, a thing is, which is real. <laughs> three, yeah. What is it? Three dollar bill is that? Is that how the I saying? I think I goes? did talk about the Cooper Effect stuff, but they're they're really good pedals, and he handles modulation in a really cool way. And I know, like the Mobius has some control over this, but he has a lot of really unique ways that you can handle the envelope of the modulation. You know, um, that can kind of like ride the line between having mm. a fixed envelope and being like uh, dynamic, like responding to your playing intensity or whatever. So mm-hmm. check out Cooper Fix. Mm-hmm. All the pedals are super expensive, so I'm probably <laughs> not going to own one anytime soon. Cooper FX. Um, yeah. Oh, they look really cool. Yeah, they have like screens. The moment and machine stuff. is this crazy pitch shifting pedal. Yeah, I won't even try to. What am, What was I thinking of? I mean, is there? Yeah. Is there a See, brand that's what I was Hopper thinking too. FX? I was like, why is he saying it wrong? I'm glad I didn't correct him. <laughs> I didn't think he was saying it wrong. I thought that I was just I just conflated the two. I think. Well, but there's a copper. <laughs> what is it? Copper sound. moment machine. Yeah, copper, copper is it copper sound pretty big. which is the one which is the one that has which, the um the like swiss army knife uh that's copper sound that's copper sound oh the swiss army is it? knife okay. is from the fox, it's called no. the fox catcher oh yeah they have a swiss yes, army knife yes well and they make the one that has like the on little it. it has like the strat jack on the top of it it looks like a yeah oh and they have a tally and they do that one, one too but the cool thing exactly, that they do yeah. is the telegraph stutter kills. Okay, switch. so now now I'm looking at Cooper effects because I I didn't check these out with you, but they were at the Delhi yeah. booth. Is that right? Delicious Audio Stompbox exhibit booth, which yeah. had a bunch of brands. Solid Gold was there, and they had some really cool stuff. Their new stuff I'm excited yeah. about too. I'm excited for everyone to hear about it and see it and play yeah, it. Yeah, Solid Gold. I don't. I don't even think I own any solid gold pedals off the top of my head, but they're like the one <laughs> brand I'm most intrigued by that I'm not super familiar with all their stuff. Hmm. These, um, how do you feel about this copper sound thing with like the telly and the? I don't, it's kind of dumb, but strat deal. Yeah, I, it's weird. Right? I, yeah, I don't get it, but. One of them's an analog preamp and clean. I feel boost. like maybe one of them is a germanium preamp and treble boost. Right, that's, that's fine. I just don't get like the look, like why you would. I think if if that's the only pedal you have, I guess it's kind of cool. Yeah, um, it's on a board next, really, next it's just to weird. any other pedals. It looks way weird. 
Plus, you could like you could make it like match your guitar. I think you can have them do that. Like they'll do it oh, in whatever color sense. you that want. That makes me so like it, if you anxious. have a Strat or a Tele, you can like get that and have it distressed to that like, makes match me very it. anxious. Yeah, makes you anxious. I don't know the idea of Why? like having like pedals stuck. that match my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, like stresses you out. I, that is pretty so weird. weird. But well, are you saying I, like because, then you're stuck into having that guitar and pedal and you can't? Yeah, yeah, yes, that's why. Because like I change everything all the time, so like the uh, idea of like matching something to one guitar means I can only use it with that one. Like, why would I do that? It like, does it mean, mean doesn't that. mean that. But yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I know. But here's what you could do: like if you're like if you're like back and forth between two colors, like oh, do I want the surf green telly or do I want like the the blonde telly? Then you just get a pedal that's the other one, whichever one you choose. Like I'll just get the blonde and you can get a surf green pedal. Yes. <laughs> it's the best of both worlds. So speaking of cool finishes on guitars, is that a good segue? <laughs> uh-huh. Does it make it good if <laughs> yeah, I point great. out how good it's it really is? Good. Well, I guess mm-hmm. we should say for those listening at home, these pedals look like they have like the Tele one has a like a half of a Tele control plate with one knob and the pickup selector switch and then like part of a telly pick guard and the strat one is kind of the same way mm-hmm. where it has two strat knobs and then it has the actual input jack for the strat on top of it which i don't know if yeah. that's like the functional jack or if it's just for looks because that kind of no that's the jack like a pain too like you know if you try to use any kind of standard yeah. right angle cable you know patch cable it's not going to fit in there very well Okay, so I went to see Marty Stewart last weekend. Do, do you guys know who that is? Okay. Yes. The, he's an old guy? He was married. <laughs> yeah, I know Marty Stewart. I mean, I, I know the name. <laughs> I, I figured you didn't know him. His, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, not personally. Was, uh, Johnny Cash's son-in-law Idiot. for a certain amount of time. He married Johnny Cash's daughter. Okay, which one? Fran, Francine. Cindy. Francine Cindy. Cash. Francine Cash. Cindy Cash. Cindy um, Cash. And he had, so his bassist looked like Marcia a large Cash. a large baby. He was like this really tall guy but had like the most baby, baby face you've ever seen. But he was playing a 51P bass that okay. looked like it was actually like old and stuff which is cool. Sounded way good. Mm-hmm. Like with the telly yeah, headstock? Yeah, the telly headstock, and it was like super, like, Sick. you know, the fretboard looked all nasty and everything. With yeah. that really yeah. cool pickguard. And guard. he still had, like, the pickup cover on, or the cover oh. on the bridge and all that stuff. Yeah, it was oh. rad. And, the best bass. And then Marty Stewart, who's apparently, like, a really famous uh, country guitarist, he, he had this 52 telly, there's like some I was reading about it afterwards and like it's either 52 or 54. There's like conflicting opinions about it. But it has a it has one of the very first B benders ever made. And I kind of never understood the point of a B bender until I s- Yeah, he's got it's a, a, a bender. B- 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 bender. <laughs> and Talk to me about the B bender though. Like, what I don't what were you going to say you never I never thought it was like a cool thing. Like I always thought it was just. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I think it's. But that's because cool. I don't know 
like I didn't, well, I couldn't like picture the, the usefulness of it. And I hadn't really seen anyone use one, okay. you know? Sure. And like, for those who don't know, it's basically, it's hooked mm. to your strap pin, uh, up by the, up by the neck. Yeah. Usually, and actually yeah. the other guitarist had this silver sparkle telly and his was on the back, like where the mm. neck plate is. But he also had a B bender on his, but mm. a lot of yeah. times it's the actual strap pin. And basically if you like pull down on the guitar, so the strap pulls up on it, it's like this spring loaded device that lets you pitch that lets mm. you shift the B string up basically a whole step. I think the, you know, it's not like, it's not like a, yeah. a D tuna where it has to drop it like an exact amount, you know, cause you're, you're just using it to bend. You're not using it to like jump a whole step at once or whatever. Right. But it lets you, I mean, you basically get a lot of sounds that sound like a pedal steel out of it. And I think that's basically yeah. the point, yeah. isn't it? Or like, that's like the sales pitch for it. Yes, that is the point. I've seen some guys who so Brad Paisley uses one a lot, I think, but I think he actually has one on the G string instead. Yeah. He has a G bender. Um, but some people and he might actually do this too. Yeah, some people I've seen, have both. And so like there's one if you pull in one direction it'll bend the B and if you pull it like like on the Yeah, yeah. on the other strap pin. Which is like the, I have a hard enough G, time which just is like crazy. playing chords and strumming at the same time. Like <laughs> <laughs> for real but it was but it's so, it's super cool like he so was yeah, like he's cool obviously sounds. a very like he was an amazing guitarist and he's been playing for 50 years or whatever mm. um but he was so good with it and then his guitarist was also insanely good and he had a b-bender and it was like oh now i understand why it's a cool thing now that i've seen this guy who's amazing at it yeah I would love to have a B bender yeah. at some point. And part of it, I saw who was it? Oh, Josh Scott had a like he posted some picture on Instagram that was like, "Hey, I couldn't, I couldn't leave Nam without taking something home," and he bought a B bender telly like from the show floor or whatever. Oh, and was, I was it? thinking like, man, why would anyone want that's a B bender? Crazy. That's like the weirdest thing. And then I go to this show <laughs> a week later, and it's like, oh, now I get it. It sounds freaking amazing. <laughs> Yeah, why would anyone want to be Bender? He's the worst <laughs> character true. on that show. It's I know. I've never seen, seen Futurama. Oh, no, I've never watched show. Futurama. Um, I have I have this thing where I'm an adult <laughs> and I don't watch cartoons. Huh? That this is a weird. weird thing that I have. So they were awesome. Oh, and then the the guitarist had this. So both of their guitars are amazing. And then the. The, the main guitarist had his main guitar was this silver sparkle telly. And then he also had a double neck. Uh, and one of them was a 12 string with a slotted oh, nice. headstock. And then the other one was a six string with a reverse telly headstock It's the weirdest combination, but the body itself was like so well designed. Like normally a double neck is just like they cut, part off of two guitars and stuck it together so it still has like a full half of a guitar on either side you know mm. but yeah. this like you could tell it was designed to be mm. more compact and more like along like the body was more along the lines of the size of a normal guitar and it was awesome and it was like teal sparkle mm. hmm. and they were way good and it was like the countryest country you've ever heard but it was really good <laughs> Yeah, dude. I love that. And stuff, also, like, that that's where super that's where like a lot of the best guitarists in the world are is in country. Mm. So, also, his band is called Superlatives. Was it called Fabulous? 
the yeah. <laughs> the fabulous superlatives. Yeah, it's yeah, way good. Such a great name. And it's these guys, like all of them are have like amazing voices too. So they'll sing like these great harmonies and uh, and the drummer will come up and sing a few songs and then yeah, it was it was really good. So and that was my neighbor, funny. my musical Sherpa neighbor that took me to that. Yeah. It was awesome. That's awesome. Pedro the Lion's coming That's this great. week and I'm hoping I'll be able to go to that one. Dude, I'm gonna go see them too in February. Well, it is February, but uh, the yeah. 16th, I think. I hope. Yeah. I'm very excited. Dude, that's like a week after week after they come here. I want to go see My wife will be out of town, so I got to. Yeah, I mean, it's not I that far in terms of like yeah, exactly. touring. Oh. Yeah. So we should mention our other sponsors. Pelican. Yeah, we have one more sponsor, which is uh, the Gun Street Wiring Shop. Um, I talked to Sean a little bit at, at NAM. It was very cool. Um, so we're excited for what they got coming up this year, and we're excited to be part of the family of Gun Street Wiring. <laughs> I promised I wasn't going to cry. <laughs> and I'm crying. This just means so much um, to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you don't have... If you have, if you're having problems with your wiring or you're unhappy with the setup that you got, like the you you're not bright enough or you're not dark enough or you know you don't have the switching options you want, hit up Sean Arbo at Gun Street Wiring. Did you Shop, notice? Get that taken care of. Super easy. They're basically drop in. You got to. Did you notice uh, his new shirt, the new uh, Gun Street Wiring shirts? Yeah, it has the Gun the Street building designed on. by Hugh Kane. Hugh Kane. <laughs> yeah. No, it's that just it that's that is the that building. building. Yeah, designed uh, by Hugh O'Kane. <laughs> yeah, I wish it Dude, said that. It did, I wish it said designed rad. by Hugh O'Kane. I think I feel like we there needs to be a shirt with Hugh O'Kane on it. Yeah, dude. Like double down on it, man. And like, I can say underneath it, our Hugh O'Kane. <laughs> well, he told. Yeah. It wasn't me. It was one of you guys came up with. Here's what it is, Hugh O'Kane. That wasn't us. That was oh, really? I think Luke okay. Mundy did that. Came up with that one. It was probably us. Sean said, "Yeah." But here's Sean what would be good. I was, when I was I was talking to him, and he said that uh, oh. that when when we started making jokes about it, that uh, he started telling his dad <laughs> all the things that uh, all, all the Hugh O'Kane jokes, and that was one that he mentioned mm-hmm. that he said his dad made his dad laugh really hard. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's <laughs> so Luke Mundy. I think we underestimated like the fact that he actually listens to podcasts and stuff. <laughs> the um the the shirt should just be Hugh Kane sitting there, and then like another guy walking up to him and saying, "I'm are Hugh Kane? Oh, <laughs> are Hugh <you> Kane? <laughs> no, it should be the just the dude, and then another person with a bubble out of their mouth, and it says, "Yeah, I'm fine." But Hugh O'Kane would have to be saying that. Yeah, yeah. It's just a picture of Hugh O'Kane saying, "No, I'm fine," or "Yeah, I'm fine." (laughs) I'm fine. (laughs) Or no, it's Hugh O'Kane saying, "I'm fine." Mm. Or it's Hugh. It's like a a storm, a hurricane, a tropical storm, and in the center of it is Hugh O'Kane's face. (laughs) 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 So it's Hurricane Hugh O'Kane. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb, but pretty great. So check them out, Gun Street Wire, Gun Street, Gun Street Wiring Shop dot com. 
uh, make sure you check out Sinusoid as well, and of course our new our new old friend PelicanNoiseWorks dot com. <laughs> they also, they were basically an unpaid sponsor for like two years on the podcast because <laughs> that's all we're talking also, about. Also, um, Leon's been around since the beginning. Yeah, yeah he's an OG slummer. Also, I want to say that this episode comes out on a very important day. Uh oh, because it's February seventh. And that is my wife's birthday. <laughs> I knew you were so, going to say that. Honey, <laughs> if you're listening. She doesn't even not, listen. Which she isn't. Which you're not. Which you're not. <laughs> Happy birthday. You know who also, else's birthday it is? And if it's anyone else's Ashton birthday, Kutcher. no one cares. Big oh, 5-0. Is. Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> the big one five zero. <laughs> the big 62. Nah, 62, bro. Yes, Phil. Ha- it's also your birthday Happy today. birthday, Happy birthday. Phil. Happy birthday. It's my birthday. Happy Merley. We'd sing the song, e- even though it's public domain, I still don't feel right singing it. I still feel bad, you know. So, so It's not public it. domain anymore. Yeah, it is. Happy birthday? No, not anymore. I mean, it. it or now it is. Wait, yes. Now yes. it is public domain. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Somebody that's lost. what I'm saying. I still feel like. They still have the right to have, you know, to get money for this dumb song that's 100 years old. They do. I, l- I looked up February 7th birthdays, and it's all these people I've never heard of. And Ashton like, Kutcher. F- like Phil Eisenhower. And Chris Rock. Oh, and also Chris Rock, Isaiah Thomas, and Garth Brooks. And Charles Dickens. And Did Saquon say- Barkley. And Emo Phillips. And Steve Nash. Did and you there's say a lot Garth that I do Brooks? Know, too. Garth Brooks. Yeah, James Spader. You guys are the same age, 58 this year. <laughs> okay, here's here's something that should make you uh, lose faith in humanity. Okay. If I, I don't I don't mean to make this about me, but I, most of the people are just YouTube stars. I curiously googled my own birthday to see who had that birthday. The okay, first you buy curiously. The you, first person that? listed, which by the way, Phil, we our birthday is the same day of the week. What day is that? Thursday. Oh. My birthday is the same day of the week as Christmas. Oh. Okay. Go on. Never cool. forget Christmas. So the the list in order, Chloe Kardashian, whatever, <laughs> Andrea Russett, don't know who that don't is, know. Lauren Jarogui, don't know who hmm. that is, or Hadagi. Hadagi. Okay. Hadagi. Hadagi. Okay. So it's Spanish I know, name. I know people with that name. Drake. Hadagis? <laughs> Hadagi? Are you okay? I don't know. Hargi? That's that was a stretch. Drake Bell. Not sure who that is. Chandler Riggs. Sounds a little bit familiar. And then Helen Keller. <laughs> you want to see here some of mine? Number six on the list is Helen Keller. Taraji P. Henson. Ludacris. Harry Connick Jr. Oh, beautiful voice. Um, Paul Heyman, who's a wrestler, apparently. Hyman? Oh, I thought it said Scott Peterson, but it's Scott Patterson. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I was like, Scott Peterson, that's an interesting inclusion. <laughs> and Mike Moustakis. And Moby. Dude. Ooh, Moby. And so other people. So somehow we've managed <laughs> to turn Phil's birthday into a day to talk about our birthdays. <laughs> Happy birthday, Phil. Big. Happy birthday. Thanks for friendship. How old are you for real? 41? 41. Nice. Real quick, if it's still there, go to Guitar Gear Talk Praise and Worship and 
like my Joe Jonas, Nick Jonas <laughs> post. It is a good meme. I posted it 10 hours ago, and I have 255 likes now. Is that a phrase that's used a lot? The What? what? We are not our failures? Yeah, yeah. No, but it sounds like one of those inspirational it's very like, quotes. Yeah. Totally, yeah. I think, honestly, I think the reason it's... The reason it's... I think it, a lot of people are genuinely liking it. Yes. I, think I like so, it. I think it's very inspiring. Some people are genuinely liking it, and then yeah. other people are, like, maliciously liking it. Although one person said that it's not very Christ-like. So. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't, it's not without pushback. Wait. What what aspect isn't Christ-like? You defending Nick Jonas' bad guitar Make, playing? No, it no, says that you're fun making fun of him. Making fun what? of Nick Jonas. How, like, yeah, let me, here, I'll read it. You're very specifically defending him. No, yeah. he's not. He, but you know no, what I'm saying. That person like, knows Aaron's heart. My that heart person is, is on to Aaron. But if that person knows Aaron's heart, they wouldn't be a f- they wouldn't be criticizing him for making fun of Nick Jonas because they would know that Aaron wouldn't care about that. Here we go. I don't know. I mean, we have we all have messed up. I don't know if we should be tearing him down. <laughs> I mean, That's we a, say we follow Jesus, but here we are tearing people down rather than lifting them up. But here we are. I, but that's exactly what you're saying. Like, that's the whole point of the post is to say and we're then, not defined by our, by our failures. Someone backed him up and said, exactly. You can't say you obey God, but keep on treating people like garbage, like they're perfect. <laughs> as if as, as if then, somebody's treating Nick Jonas like garbage. And also, like also, I'd like Whenever to add. Whenever you see Nick I, Jonas, quit being mean to him at school and stuff. And then someone else, <laughs> and then cool. the original guy said, thank you. And then someone else said, people who love God never talk bad about others. And then I said, no, no, guys, it says we are not our failures. <laughs> <laughs> that is, dang, that's, that's a really good response. So, <laughs> here's the thing. Oh. Those, those two guys or three guys. They need to uh, scroll through P dubs for like five minutes and look at how many malicious, like yeah, passive this is like aggressive, the nicest, the nicest post anyone has ever made. Yeah, yeah. it's like the, genuinely it is the, like fifty percent malicious, passive aggressive things. So take that with you. This is my word of wisdom, my takeaway for all of you listeners: you are not your failures. Mm-hmm. I just got three more likes. This is my message to you, Aaron and Phil. You are not your failures, but you are failures. (laughs) (laughs) What is humor is? (laughs) You are not. You are failures. Exactly. That's what I was going to say, but you are failures. Y-O-U apostrophe R-E failures, but you're failures. That's good. All right. That's good. 
Well, guys, and I apologize for, for my tardiness, Phil. Mm-hmm. And that's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Thanks. gloved fits. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship.